Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. Hey friend, and welcome to today's show. I'm David from Learn Stage Lighting, and today we're going to talk about some of the whys as we've been talking about in this series. I'm actually, I'm really enjoying this, right? As I mentioned when I first got into this series on whys, if, if you were listening or not, um, you may be aware that I I kind of hit a point with the podcast where I wasn't really enjoying it anymore, and I knew I needed to reinvent it a little bit, come up with some kind of new format, something that would work, and I think this is working. Um, you know, let me know. You drop a learnstagelighting.com slash contact, uh, you know, but anyways, is a contact form. Um, I'm always open to feedback um, on the podcast. I, I may not get back to you because I get a lot of messages through there, but I do read everything that comes through there. Um, but I just had hit this this rut with the podcast where I was like, gosh, you know, I've always had this thing with the podcast and maybe someday this will change, but I don't really want to go out and interview a bunch of professional lighting designers. Nothing against them. And, and I'm, you know, one of them as well, obviously. But I just feel like, you know, a lot of the resources, there's a lot of resources out there for professionals. There's interview shows like that's already been done and other people are doing an excellent job at that. And so I'm like, you know, I want to do I want to reach and, and talk to the people that I work with most, the people who are just getting started or who are intermediate with lighting or maybe starting out with lighting professionally. Uh, I want to talk to those people and bring up something special. And so uh, on this show, we're, we're talking about the whys, and uh, today is no exception. So today, why do I talk so much about getting an even wash of light on your stage? And then the second part, what are the exceptions to this rule? It's going to be a good one today, guys. We're going to uh, we're going to definitely hit up some some big misconceptions, hit up uh, some, you know, things that I see in the world, both in shows I light and, and shows I see, you know, things I see on TV, um, televised events, thing, all, all sorts of stuff, okay? Um, we're going to talk about some really good stuff today. So, if you haven't already, subscribe here to the show. And also, we have a sponsor, that's right, uh, it is Learn Stage Lighting Labs. Now, We'll talk about it a little more during the show, but if you're not familiar, The Labs is a really cool place. It's a collection of courses and our forums where you can get personalized feedback from JP, our community manager, and myself. And it's just, I really love it because I'm able to get in there, teach lighting, and you're able to get in there and learn from me and learn more about lighting than you ever knew and create the best lighting you possibly can all for a really, really affordable price, monthly, quarterly, or yearly. And so we've got a number of people in there. It's a lot of fun. And I love getting to teach there. Um, you know, when people get into the labs, it's really cool because you can spend most of your time in there watching the videos, watching the courses, and get a lot out of them. And then we have the forums because that's just like the little extra step, like where you can watch the videos and then go ahead and say, okay, now, this is the situation I'm in with lighting. This is the circumstance I'm dealing with. These are the lights, whatever, that I'm dealing with. How do I apply what I learned to this? And then in the forums, we, we can help hit that home and just, you know, take it from, uh, to use a baseball analogy, though I don't really watch baseball, you know, you take it from a good hit that gets you to second base 
to a home run, right? Um, and that's what we're here to do. So um, as, as a listener of this podcast, it pays to listen to the show. Uh, we're, we, I want to give you a free month to the labs, okay? So let's go to learnstagelighting.com slash pod, learnstagelighting.com slash P-O-D, pod. Um, not the band from the 90s, but uh, they might still be around, but learnstagelighting.com slash pod. I want to give you a free month of the labs. Um, all you got to do is enter your payment information just so we know you're a real person, but totally free. Check it out. I would love for everybody who listens to the show to take advantage of it. It, it truly is free. Um, you can self-cancel at any time or email us and we'll, we'll cancel for you. But um, anyways, and so I'd really be glad, like, I want to make it a no-brainer for you to check out what's inside. Because it's, look behind the curtain, like, from my perspective for, for a hot second, okay? Um, you know, one of the most difficult things, like, I know the Labs works, and we've got a lot of members in there who are happy with it. Uh, we get new members all the time. It, it's a really great thing, and I know it works, okay? But how is the best way that I could convince you that it works or that it could be right for you because it's the the truth is the labs isn't right for everybody, okay? Um, and I think the best way I could convince you that the labs is right is to let you see it for yourself. Let let you try it out. So at learnstagelighting.com slash pod, we're going to give you a free month, okay? Whole month free. And you can get in there, you know, binge watch the stuff, ask questions in the forums. And if you hit the end of the month and you're like, you know, this isn't for me, then cancel or if not, you know, continue on. Either way is good with me. So today's topic at hand is why do I talk so much about getting an even wash of light on your stage? In fact, one of my most popular videos on YouTube and literally pretty much the start of every course I do is about creating an even wash of light on stage. So let's step back a second. And define a little bit. What do I mean when I say even wash? Does this involve water? Is, is there you know water involved? Because like, we don't want that near the lights. So they can damage them. No. So what an even wash of light. When I say that, what I mean is by simple definition, someone can walk all the way across the stage and, and quite possibly backwards and forwards too, depending on how much space you got there. And they're lit evenly the whole way across, meaning that they don't hit dark spots, and they don't hit spots where the light is significantly brighter. Overall, as they go from left to right, uh, it tends to be quite even across the stage, okay? That's that's the definition of an even wash, okay? Why is an even wash good? Well, you know, if you haven't opened your eyes in this century, right, um, I, I, I don't say that to demean anybody, but um, the fact is, um, if you're lighting a show, whether there's cameras at the show or not, there are cameras at the show, right? Because everybody in their pocket has a cell phone, a smartphone these days. Very few people you know, are carrying around flip phones, right? Pretty much everybody's got a smartphone. And a lot of smartphones have a, a really good camera in them. Like, I mean, compared to like, you know, 10 years ago or something like that, you remember what cell phone photos looked like that long ago? Um, you know, they didn't, look that great, you know? And today, I mean, goodness, the photos that come out of cell phones, even like not even expensive cell phones, like just your average kind of, you know, $200 Android phone or whatever, um, those photos, like they look good, right? 
it's a good camera and people are pulling them out at your show whether you want them to or not and they're taking pictures right unless this is like a broadway thing or something where you literally have ushers who will take your phone and kick or kick you out um you know people are pulling out their phone taking pictures and generally that's a good thing right unless you're doing something overly sensitive overly copyrighted whatever it's generally a good thing to let people post about your show on social media and such because it allows their friends and their circle of influence to see your show and to go, oh, wow, that's cool. I, I would like to see that, right? And then and then that starts it. And then that gets somebody else interested in your show and helps grow the show, you know, whatever type of show, church service, whatever, whatever you're a part of, right? So whether you're purposefully lighting for cameras, like there's cameras in the room, it's being recorded or it's being iMagged on the screens, and that just means image magnification where you put the cameras on the screens. Whether you've got cameras as part of the production or we're just talking about people with their phones in the audience, getting the show to look right really matters, okay? And that's why I talk so much about getting an even wash of light on your stage. So what does an even wash look like? Like, And, and what are kind of the, the downsides of what I call an even wash? Well, um, this is where we, we start to get into the exceptions, right? So the upsides of an even wash is that anywhere somebody walks on stage, you know, down as in towards the front of the stage, up as in towards the, the back, the rear of the stage, you know, side to side, um, they're lit evenly. And if anybody takes their picture anywhere, it's going to look nice and even. It's not going to generally be blown out or anything like that. Of course, you know, when we talk about cameras, I mean, there's a certain point where it's up to the person pressing the button on the camera, right? They, you know, they can take good lighting and blow it out because you can do that with bad camera settings or bad focus or whatever. But assuming, you know, someone basically, you know, pulls out their phone or they're, you know, shooting it with a camera, they press on the subject, they press on the musician, the, the band leader, whoever they're taking a picture of, and that's going to focus it and that's going to set the exposure on most phone cameras, uh, to that spot. Assuming they do that much, you know, when they snap that photo, it's going to look great. Okay. How do we get there? Right. Even wash. Okay. So what this can mean though, is if you've got literally an even wash of light that if they walk all the way to the back of stage, all the way to the front of stage, side to side, then you're probably getting light all over the sidewalls and the backdrop. Okay. And this is where some misconceptions come in, and this is one of the biggest issues that I see with even washes, and, and this is some of the trade-off that you have to play uh, when you're dealing and you're making an even wash, right? Because I, I don't know how many times I've sat down with clients where, you know, they're like, we don't like the light on the backdrop, and we say, okay, that's fine, but in order to do that, we either need to make the angle of light higher which is going to sacrifice um, the, the goodness of the wash a little bit. Or we need to make a line on the stage and say, this is as far back as you can go. And often that's 8, 10, 12 feet from the real back of the stage. So that if they're standing at that point and the light hits them, the shadow and the light itself is not casting on the backdrop, right? And so having that space is one easy way to make your wash look really good without sacrificing your backdrop. Because um, one of the things that does happen, and this happens a lot, and I see it a ton, is, you know, say you've got an even wash of light hitting somebody on stage, and it's hitting, like, the bottom four feet of the backdrop. It's lighting that up, okay? 
Then, also in the backdrop, you've got some LED strip lights right at the bottom of that backdrop, okay? Now, what that creates is the backdrop getting light from those front lights on that bottom four feet or so of the backdrop, and also the brightest part of that LED light, that LED strip at the bottom of the the backdrop, is also in that bottom four feet. And when you add those two together, you often get a really, really blown out exposure, just really blown out on camera on that bottom part. So you got to watch out for that, okay? And so that's why I advise, if you can at all, uh, you know, keep that wash down stage or towards the front of stage as much as you can, if you can keep it off the backdrop, okay? So the second part of this podcast is, what are the exceptions to getting an even wash on stage? Like, when do you say, you know what, I'm not doing an even wash on stage? Well, as I talked about initially, having an even wash side to side on stage where somebody can walk from left to right and never go darker or never go out of the light looks amazing on camera, okay? But it does eliminate that darkness. It does eliminate those gaps on stage, that negative space, as we used to call it in art class, that really can create a feeling of wonder and create uh, room for the brightness on your stage, okay? So, you know, it's tough, right? It's always whenever you're working with, um, whenever you're working with a stage wash, like, you want to keep the areas that you don't want to wash as dark as possible because that makes all your other lights pop more, right? Um, And so here's what I like to advise for people. If you have a speaker that's walking, you know, left to right, up and down, all across your stage, then you really do need to light that evenly, okay? And But if you don't want to sacrifice the look, you got to keep your light off the backdrop, whatever, then it's time to limit that speaker to a smaller area. In fact, I see this a lot in churches, including actually my own church, where, you know, the preaching or with the spot where the speaker goes is centered and actually on a small riser out in front of the stage where the band is. This is a common way to do it, or to do it just in the center of the stage, okay? That's one way uh, that you don't need to even wash across everything. Now, let's talk about bands, okay? Bands are DJs, right? Uh, Anytime you've got a performer on stage, a lot of times when you have a band, you've got, you know, five people on stage that whether, and this is whether it's like a band band, a worship band, a cover band, whatever band, or a DJ, right? So you've got a number of people on stage, and for the most part, they don't move around a lot, right? Like your drummer, he's not moving around. He's playing the drums. Your lead singer, uh, if he's playing an instrument, he's probably not moving around a ton because you can't hold a mic and play an instrument at the same time. It doesn't work well, right? Uh, Maybe he does move around occasionally. Uh, You know, your guitarist, maybe they move around, maybe they don't. Um, Some do, some don't. Just depends on stage space. They're, you know, how much uh, they're used to performing physically, you know, and moving around and stuff. Um, etc. Okay. And, and so this is where we're able to break away, but also not break away from an even wash. Okay. And this is where we can play some cool tricks with lighting as well. So if you've got, say you've got five distinct band members in separate spots on stage, then I would use the same things that I use, the same, um, attributes of an even wash on stage. And, and let's link to the YouTube video in the show notes, by the way, on this. Um, we'll link to that for you. The how do I create an awesome even light, uh, a wash of light on my stage. We'll, we'll link to that in the show notes. Um, and for each spot where somebody's standing, 
then give them a mini wash, just a single zone of light on that spot, okay? And what this is going to do for you is kind of the best of both worlds scenario because you're able to light in white the five musicians or, or maybe just the three on the front line, whatever, uh, with that even light. So if somebody's in the back of the room, if they're maybe they're at the corner of the stage and they take a picture across that stage, each of the musicians is well lit and easy to see, okay? Um, none of them are like in the dark, none of them are blown out, right? But you still get that great darkness and that depth and that place for your colored lights to pop through in the dark areas between each band member, okay? And of course, this is you're going to have to have a stage large enough to have spaces between band members for this to work, right? Um, and in every situation, you know, you handle it a little bit different. And so this is broad advice, just do keep that in mind, all right? So, um, you know, that's one exception where you really don't have to have an even wash of light. If they're not moving around much, then don't worry about it, right? Uh, this is also why, if you ever go to big concerts, you see they use spotlights a lot because you can have an operator following the musician and then they're always lit evenly without having to light the whole stage in white and get rid of that darkness, right? Now, if you're on a smaller scale, this is where you need to say, okay, we might not have spotlights to follow the lead singer. And most of the time, he's going to stay in his spot. But this is where a little coaching might come in, where you say, okay, I'm not going to light the whole stage in white. So I need to tell this lead singer guy, if he's going to put his guitar down or whatever and walk over to the, the bassist and sing, that he needs to be, you know, where the bassist stands in order to be lit in the area between where he stands and the basis stands is going to be dark. Um, and so if he does something there, not only are people not going to be able to see him well, but if they take pictures, it's really not going to look, make him look good. Remember, uh, whenever, and this is a, a tip as well, whenever you're working with a musician or a performer of any kind, and there's an area on stage that it would really help you visually if they could stay out of that, <laughs> Um, the, the best thing to do is is bring it back to them. Tell them, hey, when someone takes a picture of you and you're there, it's not going to look good. But if I have to light this area up, it also doesn't look good because it, it gets really bright. Now, uh, another tip there for white light all over the place is, you know, sometimes I take and I just make a preset, whether it's with a couple movers, a couple LED pars, a couple blinders, where, you know, we just wash the whole stage, you know, front, back, left, right, with a pretty bright white. And that's always something good to have up your sleeve. Like, even if the the lead singer's like, you know, I'm never going to go to that area between me and the guitarist. But then he does, and he's talking to the audience, and you really want to light him. Well, having, having a setup, uh, having a cue or a preset set up that you can toggle to that quick and get some white light everywhere. Um, you know, it's not the prettiest thing. It's not the most artistic, but it allows him to communicate, him or her to communicate clearly. Okay, so that's a little extra tip there. Um, but... You know, gosh, you don't always have to have an even wash. Uh, one of the things I talk about, too, with musicians is like, okay, if you're working with a band, then the lead singer is definitely going to address the audience from time to time. And when they're addressing the audience in most styles of music, you want to light them in white, okay? with If you're doing harder music like metal or something like that, that's not always essential. But for most styles of music, most places, if... The person is um, singing, especially, and if they're talking to the audience, you really want to light them in white because it helps people to focus, it helps people to pay attention, and it helps them get their message across, right? 
the rest of the members of the band who aren't actively talking, they don't need to be lit in white as much, okay? In fact, I advocate, you know, in any situation, whether it's a band uh, uh, playing like a, a rock show or a church or a DJ setup, um, if you've got band members that really the only time that they're going to need to be lit in white is when they do the band introduction or never, then don't light them in white, right? And if there's just some band introduction moments and you've got some colored pars on them and you just want to bring up a white mix or, or swing a mover over there, you know, it's not the most pleasing light, but it'll get the job done for two seconds, right? Um, but don't feel like, okay, in a band type situation or DJ or whatever, any type of music situation, don't feel like every spot and every musician on stage needs has to be lit in white because they don't need to be. And a lot of times, coming back to where we were, talking about light on the backdrop, because that's a big part of making an even wash, okay, um, is, you know, you want it to look right for the camera, right? Um, but you don't want it to get on the backdrop too much. Well, if somebody's right up against the backdrop, you can't light them in white without getting light on the backdrop, right? The closest you could get is hitting them from both sides, directly from the side with white light. Um, it looks okay if you can get the lights a little bit in front, and, and way to the sides, so it's mostly side, but just a little front, it can look better. Um, but aside from that, you know, if somebody, like their bassist, their drummer, they're right up against the backdrop, then don't feel like you have to white, light them in white, okay, in order to keep the light off the backdrop. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope this helped. Um, I mean, truthfully, like, I feel like sometimes I sound like a broken record when we talk about getting an even wash of light on the stage. I really feel like that sometimes, okay? And I hope it doesn't come across that way. But the truth is, if there's one thing you can do to make your lighting show or service, to make your lighting look really professional, it's that when somebody takes a picture or there's a camera on site, that the musicians are bright, right? That you're able to clearly see them and that nothing on the stage is blown out. Okay, especially the, the presenters, especially the musicians or whomever you're lighting. Okay, and when you do that, your lighting goes from, you know, okay, it looks cool, it looks good, whatever, to wow, this really looks professional. This really looks good. And when people take pictures of it on their phones and whatnot, um, they, they're now showing the world and sharing with others that are in their circle, wow, I went to this thing and it looked this good. And it accurately shows the the people that are watching on their social media or whatever else that uh, what they saw, it, it accurately presents what they saw with their eye. Because, you know, our eyes automatically adjust, and that's one of the beauty of our eyes, right? The human eye. Is that even if the lighting's kind of really pretty uneven and stuff's blown out to a camera, our eyes can adjust for that automatically pretty darn good. And that's an incredible thing. But the camera can't do that. So... When you have the stage balanced nicely, and it looks really good when you take a picture, this helps to, you know, sell more tickets, get more people to show up, whatever your your goal is as the show, right? Even if you're not the show producer, whatever the show producer or whoever's running the event, whatever their goal is, having an even wash of light on the stage, um, or at least having the main presenters, the people that are going to be uh, talking to the audience and addressing the audience, lit in the same level of light is really going to help your show, okay? It's really going to bring that professionalism, really make things look good. 
And that's why I talk so much about getting that even wash on your stage. Now, if you want to learn more about this or you want to learn more about the basics of lighting for any type of lighting, whether that be a band, church, DJ, or theater, most types of lighting fit into those four, uh, one or more of those four you know, categories that I, that I address on the site, then come check out Learn Stage Lighting Labs, okay? I want to give you a free month, like I mentioned at the start. Um, so go to learnstagelighting.com slash pod, P-O-D, learnstagelighting.com slash pod, and you can activate your free month's trial to the labs, just like that. You don't have to pay anything. You just enter your info. You will have to enter payment information so we know you're real. Um, but, you know, get in there, check it out, ask some questions. And if you love what you're getting there, stick around. If you don't, then it's not for you. And that's fine. You can cancel yourself. No problems. No worries. All covered by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So with that, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. And we'll see you back in two weeks here on the podcast. It's going to be cool. So next week, we're going to talk about the color green. This is going to be really fun. Um, because lightning designers hate the color green. Um, or do they? Dun, dun, dun. We'll see you next week.